Hi friends, happy February 14th, happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there, whether you are in a relationship or whether you're single, I'm going to talk about why Valentine's Day is important for everyone. Um, before we get into it, I wanted to just share some life updates, what's going on with my life and um, just some cool and recent things that I've been doing and recent things that I'm going to do. To get started, I just want to say that February has been a much better month personally to me than January was. January was interesting. January was the longest month I think I've ever experienced in February. I can't believe we're already halfway through February. Um, it's been fast. So it's been a lot better weather here. There's just been better things going on. So I'm grateful for that. The Super Bowl was a few days ago. That was an amazing game. And the halftime show, I mean, Rihanna was amazing. And she's pregnant. So congrats to her. And that, that was just great. I thought it was amazing. I, I, I think it's crazy that like, no matter what, people get upset at the halftime show. Like, all I ever hear is how terrible the halftime show was. I thought it was great. I thought the weekend was great. Imagine like performing that. That would make me poop my pants. So I thought they did amazing so much talent to all of these people that do the halftime shows um but rihanna killed it and she's pregnant so congrats to her i wanted the chiefs to win so i'm pretty happy i don't love the chiefs i just don't like the eagles sorry philadelphia fans um i just don't like when people tear apart their city <laughs> i don't know maybe i just don't know enough about the history or whatever but it's just every philly fan that i've seen hasn't been my favorite person at the time that I, you know, you know, like you shouldn't be spitting on people and you shouldn't be flipping cars and you shouldn't, that's just my thought. I love the spirit. I love that you love your team, but you know, I don't know. I, that's just not my, that's not my morals. Anyways, I'm glad the chiefs won. It was a great game regardless. I, I kind of didn't care and it's probably the first football game I watched all year just cause we don't have cable. So, um, yeah, anyways, it was a great game cool to watch that cool to watch this the halftime show in other recent news i got to act in a short film that a guy named mike reached out to me about super cool um found me through social media thought i'd be a great role for the character of jeremy watts um and basically it's a sci-fi horror movie i am running on a trail and i get attacked by an alien and i don't know what to do so i i start beating it with a stick and in my head I thought I beat it to death. So I go home and I, I'm contemplating stuff. I have anxiety and I go back and I get the alien and I bring it home. And my plan is to expose it and, you know, try and get some money from it because I, I have this extraterrestrial in my house and I wanted to post it on the internet for someone like National Geographic to come see and come over and, you know, make a deal with me or something. Um, long story short, the alien isn't dead. It wakes up and we get in a giant fight and there's a fight scene and it's crazy and we're still filming it. But Thursday and Friday, I got to film the majority of it. I'm the main character, pretty much the only character. Um, but I'm so excited to see how this turns out. I, I didn't think I was going to be acting in a sci-fi horror genre, uh, but I think it's so cool that I got the opportunity. And it was just really neat to be on set with a bunch of dudes that really cared about um, film. I had a chainsaw. I had fake alien blood squirted all over my face. It was it was fantastic. I, I tried to get into the mode of acting as much as possible, and I, I really loved it and enjoyed it. Um, I think I could see myself definitely doing more 
acting, whether it's commercials or anything from a small thing to a big film. I, I would love to be in a film one day. Um, so it was just it was just neat. I thought that was a really fun experience, and I'm excited to see how this Alien short film turns out. Can't wait for you guys to see it too. Being surrounded by, um, I guess, the industry and like some people that are really into it, and they mainly do that for a living. I um I get a whole new appreciation for like directors, lighting people, um, actors, everyone. Like now, I just see how much work goes into it. And I've been pretty much surrounded by that my entire life, but on a much smaller scale. So like, meaning like I'm the one doing everything kind of and just making like an advertisement or a very short film. But when it's more professional, you get to see like, like one tiny scene takes like an hour to set up, like tiny meaning like three second scene, like it, it, it blew me away. So um, yeah, an entire new perspective. I'm super grateful to be a part of it. And I love the whole and the whole process. It's great. I got my van all cleaned up and met with someone that is a potential buyer. So we might be saying goodbye to the goodbye to the van. It was fun while it lasted, but you know, van life, I don't know. I think you got to be in a completely different mindset and I love that mindset. It's just not where I'm at right now. Like I have a, a company and all these like things that I have to do and I need space for. Um, and although I loved van life, I, it's just not the time to time to do it, I guess, in my, in my personal life. So um yeah it, it was fun while it lasted and plus if i do it again i want a different van anyways so it, it's i'm glad to pass the van on to someone else that wants to do it and these people want to use it for camping so that's great and that's pretty much been my entire february so far it's been eventful and uneventful i guess like there's been some some cool days but for the most part i haven't uh i feel like i haven't been super motivated this entire year to do much it's crazy that a month and a half has already gone by, but um, I don't know. Winter, winter's hard for me. I I want to just be outside doing things, but not like bundled up in five layers of stuff. You know, it's it's a hard thing to explain. But anyways, I'm trying to trying to get motivated, trying to stay in the driven realm and do what I can to you know push others to to be motivated too on social media, whether it's this podcast or anything I post. I I want to when I post something that helps others, you know, get out of bed and go to the gym or get out of bed and do something, it, it does that to me too. Like it's not just for, uh, people to consume. It's also for myself to, uh, be driven also. So I hope that makes sense. You know, like if I, I do those things, not just only to promote positivity and promote passion and, uh, good, good vibes, I guess you could say, uh, for others, but also for myself, I do that. So now I want to get into why Valentine's Day is important, not only for couples, but also for single people. So I thought it'd be important to talk about where Valentine's Day comes from and why we celebrate it. So I did some digging and uh, read some stuff and watched some videos about it. And the main story is this. There's someone that goes by the name Saint Valentine who served in the military in third century Rome. And the emperor at the time thought that single men made better soldiers, so he didn't allow soldiers to get married, basically. Now, there's many different Valentine stories, um, but the main story is that St. Valentine was still performing marriages for soldiers that were in love behind the emperor's back. Eventually, the emperor found out and imprisoned Valentine for performing marriages to the soldiers, and while... St. Valentine was in 
prison, he fell in love with the jailer's daughter. Valentine sent her a card and signed it, Love Your Valentine. So that's kind of the origin story of Valentine's Day. As far as it turning into the holiday that we celebrate today, where we give people chocolate and roses and celebrate love, there's no true story of how it evolved into how we celebrate it today. So that's a reason right there, whether you are in a relationship or not, but that's a reason to celebrate Valentine's Day in the first place is that there was someone named St. Valentine who, you know, broke the law and still performed marriages for soldiers that were in love that legally weren't allowed to get married, which is an amazing thing um, and just a, a crazy act that this man performed for soldiers that were in love. That takes guts and a lot of courage. And although it was illegal uh, in current times, I think morally a lot of us would agree that St. Valentine had good intentions when he was marrying these soldiers, not bad intentions. And, you know, I don't think he was a rebel trying to break the law. I think as far as what I read and what I heard, um, he in a way is a hero for those soldiers that wanted to express their love and get married. Reason number two why you should celebrate Valentine's Day. So this is for all the single people out there that like to just do stuff and love life and like to hang out. Um, a lot of people love to grab a group of their friends and just go out and have a good time, whether that's, you know, bar hopping or going to a restaurant or what, whatever it may be. Some people just get some stuff and have a picnic. I know that uh, a lot of when a lot of females get together, they call it Galentine's Day. So I've, I've been seeing that the past few days um, on social media. So I think that's awesome. I think we need to make like a, a men's version of that somewhere and have like, you know, make it be acceptable for a bunch of dudes to go have like a, a friend Valentine's Day thing. Let, let's think about it. What what could we name that? Palentine's Day? Like pal? You know, is that cheesy? I don't know. I, I feel like that's a good one. I can't think of any other ones. But so we got Galentine's Day, Valentine's Day, and now Palentine's Day. So if you're just a dude with with other home with other dude friends, just grab some grab some buddies and go. I don't know, maybe go play some Super Smash Bros. and have have some of your favorite drinks or something. I don't know, have some sodas, do something. On the other hand, if you are more of an introvert and you're not an extrovert, um, I'm kind of both. Like I, I kind of have introverted weeks and extroverted weeks. But if you have a bunch of friends that are in relationships or they all have plans or something and you weren't invited or whatever it may be, make time to just hang out with yourself and watch a few movies and really treat yourself. Um, just stay in. I don't know. If you don't want to go out, stay in. Watch some I don't know, Game of Thrones or something, put on your favorite show, get comfy, spend some money on yourself, light a candle. You deserve to treat yourself every once in a while. So for Valentine's Day, whether you're going out and hanging with friends, having Galentine's Day, Palentine's Day, whatever it is, or if you want to stay indoors, just treat yourself today. Get some candy, get some food, make it a wonderful night. Ooh, and have a bubble bath and if you like to read take a book to the take a book to the bath put some candles on treat yourself you're amazing you deserve it you know what buy yourself a present buy yourself something that you've been wanting and haven't bought for a while i think today's the day you should you should do it get yourself that gift on the other hand 
if you have a significant other, if you're in a relationship, whether it's a day new or you're 10 years strong or you're married or whatever it is, today's your day to buy them gifts and show them your love, whether it's through a written letter, written note. Every day you want to be like showing that person your love, but time and, you know, life gets busy. Um, so it's easy to take your partner for granted sometimes. So today is that that day to show them some love and affection, um, even if it's just going out and buying their favorite snack, some candy, taking them to the movies, whatever it is, today's that day. Show them how much you love them. It, I mean, everyone everyone expresses love in a different way. You could be writing a song for them or you could be buying them a really expensive gift. There's no right or wrong way to do it. You just got to judge it um, with your gut. And hopefully, like if you have been dating them for a while, you can read them and understand what they do and don't like. Um, Like if they don't like surprises, maybe don't have a giant surprise for them or something like that. Um, But yeah, just get them that thing that they've been wanting or, or just show them love in any way that you can. Also through like past relationships and past experiences, I know that today can be very nerve wracking for men or women. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I I hope I'm not crossing boundaries by saying this, but I feel like men um, probably get a little more nervous than women. I don't know. It could be, I could be completely wrong, but uh, don't be nervous today. Like, no, don't be nervous at all. There's no right or wrong. If you're trying your best to show someone love and you think they won't like the gift that you're getting them or the the effort that you put into the painting that you made or whatever it is, don't like try not to feel scared or, or nervous in any way because no matter what, you're trying your best and you're trying to show them that you love them. And at the end of the day, like they're not going to dislike the thing that you did. Like if you put effort and time into the thing that you did, you you deserve the best. So if for some reason, if someone went off on you and didn't like the gift that you did, you don't deserve that person. You you tried your best. You gave them your love. So don't be nervous today, whether you're a man or female. Uh, just do your best. Like show them, show them your love. They will or they should appreciate what you did for them. Honestly, I think it's easy to get caught up in like the corporate commercialism of holidays in recent years like every year it just gets worse and worse like we all know that christmas stuff gets put out in stores before thanksgiving even starts and we saw valentine's day stuff get put out literally like during christmas or the day after christmas so it is annoying like two months up of hype leading up to this thing just because like i don't know we've commercialized these holidays and it it ruins it for me at least it ruins like the actual meaning i get like having a few weeks leading up but when it's just blown out to proportion and all the aisles half the aisles in the store are for a holiday it clearly is about money and not about the actual thing so do your best to like try to ignore that this year and um just do what you feel is best to express valentine's day whether you're celebrating it to show love to your partner whether you're celebrating it to show love to yourself or have fun with your friends or even just for the history reasons of St. Valentine, don't get caught up. Try not to get caught up in the commercialism of it. It should be a fun and exciting day. Um, same with like Christmas and over the years, like, I don't know, it's, 
I feel like it's getting harder and harder to celebrate stuff because of the commercialism and the the gift giving aspects of stuff. Um, it feels like you're always like on a deadline and not actually celebrating the holiday. But today's, I mean, you got all of today. If you're listening to this on Valentine's Day, you got the entire day to go out and just buy something small, buy something big, whatever it is. Uh, you don't even have to buy it. Make something, do something to express love to yourself or a significant other. You've got the entire day. And if it's not Valentine's Day and you're listening to this, do it anyways. Do it just because. Like, Do it tomorrow or the next day. Whenever you have time, desert like a few hours or, or, geez, I said dessert. Devote a few hours or something to treating yourself or your other significant other. It's good to put down the phone or put down the TV show or whatever you're doing that you don't need to be doing every once in a while and just focus and put effort into love for yourself or someone else. It's always worth it. Also, I don't know how many of you are cheap like me. Kendall and I are both pretty cheap people. Um, But restaurants, a lot of restaurants have Valentine's Day deals. So if you want to go have a good meal somewhere, you can get some good specials for decent prices. So whether you're single or in a relationship, I hope that today's podcast was able to give you some insight on why we should celebrate Valentine's Day and some ways that you can celebrate it, whether you are in a relationship or not. Those of you who listen to my podcast know that every week I answer a few of your questions that you send to me on Twitter. Um, So let's get into this week's questions. So the first question is from someone named Cynthia McGraw. And Cynthia asked me, Hi, Miles. My name is Cynthia. I love your podcast. My question is that I want to get involved in more school clubs, but I don't know how to start. Cynthia, thank you so much for listening and for your kind words. First off, that's a great question. I kind of relate because um, throughout most of high school and even college, I want I wanted to do a lot of school activities and clubs and sports and be involved. But I also at the same time was um, for some reason like embarrassed and scared to ask and start those things for no reason. And at the same time also thought that like it's cool not to care type of mentality for no reason like but um, now that I'm tw- almost 24, my birthday is March 2nd, so coming up, um, now that I'm 23, 24, getting older, uh, I look back at high school and wish that I had been involved more and done more things. I wanted to go out for you know prom king and work uh, in the office and volunteer and do things, um, but I never really took initiative to do those things. I, I did try and get involved in some arts and sports, but it never really lasted. And it also like only, only went to the extent of trying 80% instead of 120%, you know, like I didn't give it up my all and I didn't devote everything to it. For some reason I was, you know, a lot of high schoolers minds are more focused on getting out of class and hanging out with friends and, girlfriends and whatever it may be video games or whatever but now that I look back on high school I wish that I had been involved more for sure so first off you asked me how do you get involved in more school clubs um so first step I think is to ask that exact question to someone at your school that is 
an administrator or you know someone that's in charge of those clubs because if you ask that identical question to them they're going to literally do everything they can to get you involved in that club and um, hopefully to the best of their ability and hopefully they're welcoming and they aren't um, you know intimidating I had some faculty at my school that was kind of intimidating to talk to Uh, but now that I'm older I look back at that and I wish I didn't feel that way because at the end of the day nothing matters and um, if you feel that you want to talk to someone about something you should totally do it because that's their job so don't be intimidated just go up to someone in faculty whether they have you know no knowledge about that club or whether they run that club that's the first step Uh, or asking someone that you know that is a student or something that's in that club most likely they're going to help you out and point you in the right direction, um, get you where you need to go. But yeah, the first step is just not being scared to go ask them um, to get involved and to help out. That's, uh, that's the first step. I'm not sure exactly what clubs you're interested in, but um, for the most part, I don't think you need much experience to get started and to get involved. I think most school clubs and activities and school boards are always looking for new people. Um, so they're going to probably be welcoming to have you on board and show you the ropes and everything, whether you're good at that thing or not. My next piece of advice for that is, um, so say you get in this club and you start getting involved, but you kind of feel like you're not fitting in or it's kind of scary and you don't like it right away. Um, or you don't feel like you should be there because you're not as good as the people that are there in whatever sport activity or thing that they're doing. I, I would say give it, um, you know, sleep on it before you don't uh, commit to that club. You don't have to stay there, but also give it like a full week because there's been, I've been in multiple uh, situations where whether it's a job or a club or something or a group where right away I, I felt not at place and I wanted to quit and give up um, and not go through with it. But, you know, I gave it a week. Sometimes you give it two weeks to really feel it out. Um, I know some people that say give it a month or give it half a year. You know, I'm more in the two week ballpark because it's your life. And if, you know, you've been there four times within the two weeks and you every single time haven't felt uh, like it's been fun or worth your time then you should move on to the next thing for sure because you got one life you shouldn't devote you shouldn't devote your time to that if it's not fulfilling your need and you know someone's I don't know someone's taking advantage of you or you know someone's being mean to you or you just don't feel like you belong there so give it a week or two weeks before you fully pull the plug um, and just give it your all like you got one life if you want to sing and be part of this singing or drama class or something drama club do it like sing your heart out get in that mindset and the good thing is like most likely you don't know anyone there or sometimes you do whether that's how your brain works or not but like I've been trying to act and and um get into the acting scene and this dude that reached out to me for the short film I thought it was a great opportunity because I know none of these people I'm brand new in this area and if I feel like I botched it and I failed it's for some reason, a better feeling than failing in front of my friends. And I'm also, you know, I've made a connection with my friends, not within the acting scene. I've, you know, it's been, whether it's been through sports or surfing or a job, I didn't meet them through acting. So I met these people through acting 
and I can give it my all and give it 120% because that's what they're there for. They want to see me act my heart out. Um, so I think it's a good thing when you don't know the people in a new environment and you can like just experiment with yourself and push boundaries and try new things. So really give it your all, study it up, watch some YouTube videos, read some stuff about it and just push the limits of what you know and what you are comfortable with because uh, you'll go home smiling and happy that you did it. I promise. That's how I felt after acting. You know, I tried to, I tried to give myself, you know, almost tears and be worn out and anxiety and stress. And I really got in this character's mindset. And then when I went home, I was like, geez, that felt good to like, just fully try and live in another character's world. Like I, I gave it my all and I feel proud of what I did. So yeah, I think you should, uh, I think you should just take it all in and give it your all. Great question. Thank you so much. Okay, I got one more question to answer for this podcast. This is from Tessa. Um, Tessa messaged me on Instagram, actually. So you don't have to necessarily message me on Twitter. Um, Sometimes I answer them through Snapchat or Instagram. So if you have a question and you don't have Twitter, please shoot me a message through any social media that you can find me at. But anyways, this one is from Tessa. And Tessa asks, what are your views on topics like fast fashion and climate change, which is a heavy topic, a heavy question. Um, definitely a big thing going on right now. Uh, it's a, it's affecting everywhere. And now moving out to Colorado, like you can really see climate change firsthand. There's droughts everywhere. Um, it's been a very cold, snowy winter, but all the locals are happy about that because they've needed snow for many years. So, uh, you just, I mean, you've been witnessing, I've been witnessing some crazy stuff. There, there was a wildfire in Boulder, as it was snowing, like it was just the weirdest thing ever. Um, there was snow everywhere and there was just a fire going on. But anyways, um, you know, I have a lot of opinions on fast fashion and climate change. And as I continue to grow my company, I continue to grow my knowledge with uh, the fashion industry and everything that's going on. You know, it's definitely not good that we're just living in a throwaway society. And we actually live a few streets away from the dump. So Um, Like if we're going to the park to take Maggie to the dog park or something, the dump is on our drive just down the street here. And I feel like they're just like creating new little mountains every month. Like there's so much waste. There's so many trucks going in and out of there every single day. Um, So it's, it's a weird world that we're living in, but it is the world that we're living in. So trying to do what I can to, uh, of course, promote a better lifestyle that isn't fast fashion and isn't contributing to climate change. Um, trying to promote events like our beach cleanup we did on Earth Day last year and just trying to um, just, you know, come up with incentives and try to figure out how to get people to show up as the first first thing, get people to care, and then to actually do the act that you're doing. Um you know, so we like gave away some prizes for people that collected the most trash, for example, but um, trying to promote it is one thing. And then also living it and really believing in it is another thing. You know, no one is going to be 100% environmental friendly. Like it's, it's impossible to like right now I'm using the internet, which is using electricity, which is, uh, you know, contributing to climate change in a way, there's always going to be a contributing factor, but it's about mitigating it and um you know using everything 
in moderation is what I'm trying to say. Using it in moderation. Um, for six years, uh, since I started my clothing company six years ago, geez, that's been a while, um, I've been doing as much research as I possibly can. The only thing I haven't done is like gone to school for it yet or... Yeah, I mean, like I could reach out to people that are in the industry, but getting a response is hard sometimes. Um, and I still, I do reach out to people in the industry, but trying to find the best manufacturers and wholesalers you can that are environmental friendly, but also don't cost like $100 per t-shirt type of thing. It's it's a hard game. Like being in the clothing industry with Beaten Path, I've done everything I can to keep every product as environmental friendly as I can. Uh, making sure that it comes from North or South America, um, or you know, if it does come from overseas, making sure that they're fair trade certified, like all their certifications are up to date. Making sure that their manufacturer has verifications um, and they're verified, so that they're treating their workers equally, and everything that in that realm is is going well. But for the most part, everything comes from North and South America in my company. Um, for the most part, a lot of the materials used are recycled materials or, you know, organic materials. Um, and it's just, it's, I, I pause on talking, I, I'm not pause, but I yield on what I say here because it's, it's such a hard game. I try my best to get the best products, but um, it's hard. Like for six years, I've been researching it and trying to find manufacturers and it's just, you know, like they're the clothing companies that have big manufacturers that are killing it and they have good products you can't you can't like use the same manufacturer most of the time you can't find their manufacturer because it's hidden and they have like a contract so they can't talk about it and disclose that they're making their company stuff um so you kind of got to know someone that knows someone that knows someone and make your way up this ladder which i've been doing and it's been getting better but um yeah almost everything now is eco-friendly at least you know 50 percent or more um and trying to continue the growth of that uh the next thing would be hats you know i've tried some samples of organic materials with hats and all that stuff but the materials are just they're just not worth selling at that point it would be a like the like the beanies i've gotten that have organic cotton versus just regular acrylic the difference is immense it's not good you know the beanie wouldn't fit your head and it wouldn't look right so at that point there's no point in even making it it's wasteful to make it with those materials even though they're better than the other materials it's wasteful because no one's going to buy it and no one wants to wear that and i want to put out a good product in the world as much as i want it to be eco-friendly um i think that's just as important but as far as fast fashion uh it's it's hard to kick that i think until the government deems it as illegal. I think we're always going to be dealing with issues like Sheen and Zara and all these companies that are just pumping out super cheap products. As long as that's legal, people are going to buy it. And you can promote the the negative stuff about it all day long. But if you're you know a college student struggling and you want a new pair of jeans and you don't have money and you work three jobs and you're paying bills and all this stuff it's hard to blame that person for buying um a cheap pair of jeans i mean you can if they're not educated on thrift stores or 
other options and you know they look up cheap jeans or something and sheen comes up and they go and buy them there it's hard to like it's hard to uh i guess it's hard to argue with that person is what i'm trying to say like you can't blame them because it's just lack of education um and also it's there so like as long as it's there it's gonna be hard to get rid of but um promoting it as much as possible that's the first step promoting the negative aspects of the fast fashion industry if you google fast fashion your mind will be blown like how much stuff is wasted every single day and every single year and just how we are treating our world is super super sad so um that's kind of the the purpose of beaten path Uh, not the purpose but that's one of the main objectives is to you know, fight fast fashion and put out better products for people that uh, can't afford it. You know, it's we're, we're not out of the price range for many people. We're trying to try to keep it as affordable as possible so that we can continue to grow and continue to make products. But also we're not ripping people off, you know, um, basically my price margin isn't insane on the things that I'm selling versus what it costs me uh, to make fight the fast fashion industry like I have a thrift uh, page on Instagram where I go out and pick really cool pieces of vintage clothing like cool jeans cool jackets cool coats whatever it may be I buy it say for 15 to 20 dollars and then I sell it for 25 to 30 dollars so I'm not I'm making a profit but I'm not like ripping people off and then I also have to I do free shipping so I take an account for my shipping costs my labels my boxes my bags everything like that at the end of the uh, at the end of the day, my my margins aren't great on that, but the whole point is that it's fun for me. I love style, and I'm educating myself by doing this. I'm also like my a passion of mine is video creation and social media. I love those things, so I'm doing that, doing something that I love, and then also I'm selling this product, say at thirty five dollars, and some people may argue like, hey, why are you? selling something where I could go get it for 10 at my thrift store. The the purpose is that when you pay more for an object, when you pay more for something, you usually treat it better. For example, I've had um, one time I bought a pair of sunglasses that were like 250 bucks. And I had those sunglasses for like six years and they didn't get a scratch on them. Same with like I bought a new iPhone 13, which is, you know, well over that's over a thousand dollars. It's an expensive phone, but there's not a single scratch. There's, I treat it like my baby. So versus if I bought a $50 phone, that thing would probably, I don't know, it would just be in worse condition is what I'm trying to say. And if I bought five pairs of $5 sunglasses, I'm not going to care for them as much as my pair of $250 sunglasses. So when you pay more for something, it gets treated better. Also, this is second hand or third hand, whatever it may be. So this has been passed on from person to person to person when I thrift something. Um, So it's really cool to like repurpose stuff and give things a new meaning. So you're paying more to treat it better. And it's also like fighting against the fast fashion industry. Yeah, you could have bought two pair, two jackets on a fast fashion website, but it's definitely worse for the environment. And um, also you're, you're helping me fund my page where I can continue to do it and continue to, you know, live out my passion for that. And you're also going to treat this piece of clothing better. That's how I see that. Now, climate change is definitely an issue. Um, 
that's why I, we created uh, Be the Change by Beaten Path Co. It's kind of our version of a nonprofit. Um, nonprofit, legally speaking, you have to do a lot of things to create a nonprofit. I think you have to be in business for like 10 years um, before legally being a nonprofit. So um, basically what we do is every season we pick a new, uh, a new nonprofit organization that we donate 100% of our profits. That's anything Be the Change by Beaten Path Co., so anything that's in our Be The Change line, 100% of the profits from those products go to a nonprofit. And it's a new nonprofit every season. So during winter, which I believe, I think it started like December 20, 21st. Um, and then it ends like March, middle of March, March 20th or something like that. Beaten Path, uh, we donate 100% of all of the products from our Be The Change line this winter it's going to pure water for the world they basically just uh they they believe in a world where people have safe water and proper sanitation and then also like educating those people on the issues with water um to sustain it you know for future generations to come so their mission is to like improve lives and empower people with access to life's most basic necessities like water and sanitation safe water that is so it's really cool to be funding a company that does such a good thing and we also go through background checks to make sure that uh they're putting their money where their mouth is type of thing they're not like taking any of the money that we give or they're just a legit nonprofit, and they can be trusted with with donations so we do all the background checks there we make sure they're a good company and they've had years of experience um and they believe in a good world where in this case, they believe in people having safe drinking water, but we've donated to uh, companies that protect national parks and do what they can to fight climate change and all these things. So, um, yeah, I guess that's that's my summary of my views on fast fashion and climate change. Um, I could go on for a while and have debates and talk about this with many people. It's it just needs to, uh, it just, I think education and knowledge, like talking about it and getting it out there is step one. People can't do something if they don't know about it. So continuing to spread the knowledge of it is the most important thing. And then also living by it and putting your money where your mouth is, is important as well. And basic little acts like making sure your lights are off at home, everything's unplugged if you're not using it, all those little things all add up around the world. Think of 8 billion people turning the lights off. That's a that's a lot of lights. So um, just living it every single day, living by your moral truth and what you believe is right, what you want to be on your deathbed and not regretting the rest of your life. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone out there. Whether you're single or in a relationship, today is a great day. And if you're not listening to this on Valentine's Day, just treat yourself today. Treat yourself tomorrow. Do something big. Thank you guys for listening to the Smile Hard podcast. If you want to send me a question to answer on next week's episode, please tweet me at SmileHardPod on Twitter. And then again, like I said, if you don't have Twitter, you can go ahead and message me on any other social media. I'd be happy to answer your questions. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Smile Hard podcast. I can't wait to talk with you guys next week. Have a lovely rest of your day.